0: Welcome back to another episode of It's the Flat Out Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Bravo Cologne. My prayer for you is that you find yourself well and healthy and giving thanks to God for all things, for this is His will for you. It's amazing how time just flies by. It's been a whole week already and we are still alive. His grace and mercy. You can listen to our podcast on your favorite platform by clicking on our Linktree link. You can also read our blog, which contains all the transcripts to our podcasts and all the links mentioned on our shows, at its the flatout truth.blogspot.com and its the flatout Please Like, comment, and share our podcast with friends and family. And thank you for supporting us and for being a part of the Flat Out Truth family. Our hearts go out to everyone who has been touched by this invisible enemy. Stay strong and never forget Hashem is in control. Trust in Him and He won't let you down. Do not boast about tomorrow. As we are told in Yaakov, James chapter 4, verses 13 to 15. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make a profit. You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord is willing, we will live and do this or that. Be grateful that we still have a chance and can teach the next generation to fear Elohim. For the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, as it says in Proverbs. We must take full advantage of this time to mend, heal, and grow our relationships while we learn how to appreciate the little things in life that we have become so accustomed to taking for granted. Helping those in need, not just fulfilling the material needs, but attending to the spiritual and emotional side as well. Last week, we touched on the topic of At The Right Time, where we were able to see that Yeshua arrived to see his friend Lazarus who had been in the tomb for four days that would be resurrected back to life and the effects of body decomposition. Although Lazarus' sisters thought it would be impossible because it had been four days, their brother had died. Yeshua's arrival was at the right time. But this week, this week we're going to look at the litmus test which is a test that refers to any single factor that proves the true character of something or causes it to be assigned to one category or another. It can often refer to something such as an opinion about a political or moral issue that can be used to weigh in a judgment about whether someone or something is or isn't acceptable. There are many times in life we must pull out this litmus test to be able to determine the answer to the critical decisions we have to make. That may make us or break us. But most often we just wing it and then wind up looking back as we utter the phrase, well, I should've or I could've, but then It might be too late to go back and change it. That is why when we make decisions, we really need to put everything to the test from committing to following Messiah to the very food we eat. Let us embark on this journey together and see what we can discover on It's The Flat Out Truth Podcast. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. We find the earliest recording of this proverb in print from a book that was written in the year 1651 that's titled The Court and Character of King James by Sir Anthony Weldon, where it reads, The Italians having a proverb, he that deceives me once, it's his fault. But if twice, it's my fault. Deception. Deception has been spoon fed to the masses throughout the course of time, from the fall of man in the garden all the way down to the present day, via the educational system, with their constant programming of our minds as they shape the way we think and react and even feel. Well, we can see that there have been warnings of this since the written word of Elohim came into existence via the hand of Moshe, down to Messiah and even through the Talmudim and the modern day evangelists. there will arise many false prophets among us. Moshe warned us in Deuteronomy chapter 13 verses one through five. But before we read this, let's take a look at the definition for deception as defined in the Merriam Webster dictionary. The definition of deception is the act of causing someone to accept as true or valid what is false or invalid. Now Hashem Hashem warned us of coming deception and how to counter it. Now let's read what Hashem told Moshe in Deuteronomy chapter 13 Verses one through five. If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder comes true concerning which he spoke to you saying, let us go after other gods whom you have not known and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to find out if you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall follow the Lord your God and fear him, and you shall keep his commandments. Listen to his voice, serve him, and cling to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has counseled rebellion against the Lord your God who brought you from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery, to seduce you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk, so you shall purge the evil from among you. It seems Hashem knew very well what would take place in the future for His chosen people, and how easily they could be led astray by false teachers and false prophets. We, we were and we are very much still commanded by the one true Elohim to whom all honor, glory and praise be forever to be aware, to stand guard and defend the faith, to defend the word. And how can you tell if the person is from God or not? Hence, we turn to the litmus test. What is the litmus test, you ask? The litmus test is the confirmation that a person or even a sign is from God himself. Let us look at verse one. If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder, well, we can see here that the false prophet or the dreamer would come performing signs and wonders. What would be the purpose behind the sign or the wonder? The answer would be deception. In this way, they, the prophet or the dreamer, may be able to convince the people that they are the real deal. Now, how many times have you seen on the television the preacher is passionately preaching the word of healing And prosperity and at the end of the sermon, he approaches a random individual and supposedly tells that individual that God spoke to me. To tell you that if you believe today, you would receive healing today. And everyone's attention is focused on the two persons sharing dialogue. Then you hear, yes, I believe. And a miracle is performed right before everyone present. And all are awestruck by the performance, and now that person has an even bigger following. Now, I'm not saying that every miracle performed publicly is a sham, but we must recall when Yeshua spoke in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 to 23, saying. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. How then can we apply the litmus test to see if they were really sent by Adonai let's have a look at Deuteronomy chapter 13 verses 1 through 3 if a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder comes true concerning which he spoke to you saying let us go after other gods whom you have not known and let us serve them You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to find out if you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. The key to the litmus test is found in verse two. And the sign or the wonder comes true concerning which he spoke to you, saying, let us go after other gods whom you have not known, and let us serve them. Verse two is very clear in describing the false prophet or dreamer in that even if he performed the miraculous sign that left the people awestruck, if his words go against or even do not line up with Adonai's word, you are to disregard him as we can see in verse three, where it says, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to find out if you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. This is a test. This is only a test. You shall not listen. These are very clear and definitive words of instruction. When you hear Let us go after other gods. You can be more than sure that that person was not sent by the one true God. And beyond a shadow of a doubt, he is a fake. And This is the reason they stoned Stephen in Acts chapter 7. Because they were under the impression that he was trying to lead them astray. And that is a pretty harsh judgment to make, you say. And that is what the people of Israel were commanded to do in such a case. Now let's prove that by looking at verses 4 and 5. You shall follow the Lord your God and fear him, and you shall keep his commandments, listen to his voice, serve him, and cling to him. But that prophet or dreamer of dreams shall be put to death, because he has counseled rebellion against the Lord your God who brought you from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery to seduce you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall purge the evil from among you. In verse four, we are commanded by the words, you shall. The words you shall or you shall not are not a suggestion, but a direct order. That is why we are encouraged to test all things as Shaul encouraged the congregation at Thessalonica. As we can see in First Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 21 and 22. And test all things. Hold fast what is good. Abstain from every form of evil. In other words. Don't just believe everything you're told. Make sure it lines up with Hashem's word. Even the beloved. Apostle John warned us. In 1st John chapter 4 verses 1 through 3. Where he says. Beloved. Do not believe every spirit. But test the spirits. Whether they are of God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And by this, you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Yeshua HaMashiach has come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that does not confess that Yeshua HaMashiach has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. Everything must line up with God's word. If it goes against it, no matter how pretty the words sound or how educated the speaker is, if it doesn't line up, it is to be rejected. How do they deal with this traitorous behavior? They nipped it in the bud. They eliminated the threat by stoning the false prophet for trying to lure the people away from the one true God. And go worship a strange god or gods See Hashem knew That this would happen He knew that wolves would rise up Amongst the sheep To deceitfully carry away The non-discerning sheep And he also knew That people would need help Discerning the truth from the lies So Hashem had Moshe Explain to them On how to discern the truth from the lie, and just like the old radio shack ad, you have questions. Well, Hashem has answers. Let us have a look at how we also can discern. In Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 21 and 22, you may ask in your heart, how can we recognize a message that the Lord has not spoken? When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord and the message does not come to pass or come true, that is a message the Lord has not spoken. And the prophet has spoken presumptuously. Do not be afraid of him. There is one thing that we could be very sure of. And that is that Hashem will always warn us before something happens. And we can see that all throughout his word from the garden when he said you shall surely die to the flood where Noah built an ark for a hundred years to when Elohim came down to Abraham and warned Abraham of the coming destruction of Saddam and Gomorrah to the very words of Yeshua as he spoke of the end times and the level of deception that would exist we will read Matthew chapter 24, verses 15 to 28, where Yeshua said, Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation, which was spoken of through Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever is on the housetop must not go down to get the things out that are in his house whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak but woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days but pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on a sabbath for then there will be a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now nor ever will unless those days had been cut short no life would have been saved but for the sake of the elect those days will be cut short and then if anyone says to you behold here is the messiah or there he is do not believe him for false messiahs and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Behold, I have told you in advance. So if they say to you, Behold, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or behold, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe them. For just as the lightning comes from the east and flashes even to the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. Wherever the corpse is, there the vultures will gather. We're going to look at verses 24 and 25. For false messiahs and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, even the elect. Behold, I have told you in advance. Yeshua, here, he has given us a heads up as to what we can expect to happen so that nothing may come as a surprise when it does happen. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've all seen our fair share of false messiahs and false prophets, right? I mean, from Jim Jones to the Jim and Tammy Bakers to the modern day Joe Lostings We must use the word to measure up these teachers and preachers or wheelers and dealers of a false doctrine. For many have been deceived via feel-good-tickle-my-ears doctrine as is spoken of in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires." Yeshua's words are confirmed in another one of Shaul's letters when we look at 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 9-12. And the coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan, with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish, because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Wow. This is deep because it is plain for all to see that the signs and wonders that will be performed by the lawless one are going to be so convincing that even Yeshua said, that the very elect could wind up believing the deception if they didn't know any better. Behold, I have told you in advance. Those who choose not to believe the truth are handed a strong delusion so that they may believe a lie. Being that they have already rejected the truth, what else is left for them? I mean... It's kind of like what we're living today. For the last 2,000 years, the word of God has been preached. The end times has been shouted from the rooftops. And still, people refuse to accept the validity of the Holy Scriptures. We see right before our eyes the fulfillment of prophecy with the upcoming mandatory vaccine and digital certificate implant as spoken of in Revelation chapter 13 verses 11 through 18. Slowly but surely, it's all coming together. As mentioned in last week's podcast, we read from Habakkuk chapter 2 verses 2 to 3, where it says, Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it, it will certainly come and will not delay. This is how to use the litmus test. Use it wisely, use it often. We must become like the Bereans, proving and testing everything. Shaul told the Galatians in chapter six, verses one through nine, I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you to the grace of Messiah, to a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you, and want to pervert the gospel of Messiah. But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you other than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed as we have said before. So now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be be accursed. This is how to use the litmus test. Use it wisely and use it often. We must become like the Bereans, proving and testing everything. Shaul told the Galatians in chapter 1, verses 6 through 9 I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Messiah. To a different gospel, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Messiah. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you other than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you other than what you have received, let him be accursed. See, Paul, or Shaul, was reiterating the Torah here. But just as he did in each of his letters to the different kehlats or congregations, it is apparent that they failed to use the litmus test here. This here takes us back to Deuteronomy 13 verses one through five. If a prophet or a dreamer of dreams arises among you and gives you a sign or a wonder and the sign or the wonder comes true concerning which he spoke to you saying, let us go after other gods whom you have not known and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. For the Lord your God is testing you to find out if you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall follow the Lord your God and fear him, and you shall keep his commandments, listen to his voice, serve him, and cling to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has counseled rebellion against the Lord your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of slavery to seduce you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall purge the evil from among you. Knowing this, now we must make every conscious effort to apply the litmus test to every aspect of our lives, testing everything because our very souls are on the balance of eternity. Our next decision could very well be our last. Malachi chapter three, verse six says, for I, the Lord do not change. Therefore you, O sons of Jacob are not consumed. And Hebrews 13, verse 8 says, Yeshua HaMashiach is the same yesterday and today and forever. And they don't change. And neither does their word. Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God. The Lord is one. He knows the beginning from the end. He holds us. In the palm of his hands. We must obey his word. Or we will end up like the rest of the world that is heading for destruction. Because they fail to accept his truth. They fail to put to use the litmus test. To prove all things. And were swept away by the great delusion performed by the false prophets. The dreamers and the lawless ones. Don't get caught up in that trap There might not be a way out afterwards Repent While you have the chance Teshuva While you still have the opportunity Tomorrow Is not promised to anyone Today Is the acceptable time The day of salvation Don't put it off any longer Seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Amen. Let us give thanks to our Heavenly Father every single day for the life that he has bestowed upon us and appreciate the fact that he gives us an opportunity to teshuva. So take full advantage of God's grace and mercy and give your life over to him. The road may be difficult, but the reward is amazing. Trust in the Lord and in the power of his might. And don't let the pressures of isolation get you down. Keep on seeking his righteousness. And remember, this is a test. This is only a test. My family, my friends, it has been as it always is, an immense honor and privilege to have spent this short time together with you. And this has been another episode of It's the Flat Out Truth podcast. I'm your host, Bravo Colon. Please subscribe, like, and comment. Let us know how we're doing. We would really love to hear from you. And you can also drop us an email at It's the Flat Out Truth at gmail.com. Click our link, tree link, so you can listen to us on your favorite platform, from Spotify to Apple Podcasts to YouTube and Brighteon. Let us know if there's a topic that you would like to hear, or perhaps would like to share. And you can also read the transcripts to all of our shows on it's the flat out and it's the flat out truth dot wordpress.com make sure to tune in every week for a new podcast as we strive to bring you the flat out truth a very special thank you to those of you who faithfully support us i can't stress it enough when i say we never do it alone you can share this and every podcast with your friends and family and we would like to wish everyone a safe and a healthy week. And may everything that you do bring glory to our eternal King and righteous Father, to whom all glory, honor, and praise be forever. Grace and mercy be upon you all. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you. May Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom that surpasses all understanding. B'Shem Yeshua HaMashiach, Sikai. Amen.